Coming up, point totals for your New Jersey Devils. The all-too-early-in-the-off-season predictions for which players are going to take a big leap forward. Here's a sneak peek. Luke Hughes, watch out. We dive in next. Yes, sir. It's the Devil's Puck Luck Podcast right here on our new home, the Hockey Podcast Network, where, of course, you know, we are your host over here, Adam Armbrex, breaking down the Brooklyn Nets on the Locked On Nets podcast with Doug Norrie and your New York football giants on the One Giant Podcast with Andy Mack. Joined, as always, by Danny McDonough, the 20-year season ticket holder for your New Jersey Devils and, frankly, a dapper man. How are we, sir? When do we start saying 21 years? Because now this is going to be my 21st year coming up. Did the season start yet? You're very right. So we're going to wait on that. So we started in the preseason. We'll say 21 years. I think, yeah, first preseason game, we can officially announce that. I'm assuming your deposit's all in order. Oh, it's all in order. But 20 years sounds so much better, you know, just like that that round number. I think, honestly, this is always good to discuss live on air. Um, I think we just go with 20 plus year. Like that. Like that. Yeah. Need to really bother with 21. Nevertheless, uh, first and foremost, as we said on last episode, we're going to continue to tell you we're on the Hockey Podcast Network now, which we're really excited about. Something that we've been teasing for the last couple of weeks, and now it's official. So it just means more content, more crossovers, and more opportunities to bring you the best possible coverage when it comes to your New Jersey Devils. And in this offseason, all the great moves, they bring back ball on the two-year deal. Um, We started thinking about who are going to be the point leaders now for the New Jersey Devils coming mm-hmm. into this upcoming sure. season? Because there have been some big point guys that are heading out the door. Um, Jack Hughes, guess what? We're taking him off the table. Uh, he's going <laughs> to be the points leader. If he's not the points leader, we probably have a bit of a problem. Yeah. How high do you think he can go? We will just say that on Jack. How? What, what is the? What's the over? Where would you say the over under at for point total for Jack Hughes? If we were over on uh, DraftKings trying to get a little action, one hundred point five. So he had 99 points last year. Is he going to break the 100 point mark? I think that's, that's the, it. Yeah, that's it. I think if we look probably like on DraftKings, you know, and see what his over under is, I bet it's around there. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Okay, we'll take. A look. I'm, I'm saying 108. I think he's going to have 108 points. Oh. Also, so you're going high. That's. High. I think that we know that obviously Bedard is going to be the favorite for the Calder. Mm-hmm. But let's not like we're going to talk about Luke Hughes. Can he actually be the guy to compete? For the Calder with Bedard? Well, let's go ahead and then start right there because we talk about making some news, making some waves maybe. As you and I have talked about this off a podcast, Mm -hmm. I said this last year. I'm on record. You can go check the tape on it that I wanted Luke Hughes to be playing sooner and then I also wanted to be getting massive minutes when it came to the playoffs. Now, Danny accurately pointed out that there were going to be growing pains and there were some mistakes that were made. And that's fine because the things that you saw from him, that I saw from him, just get me very excited about seeing oh, him yeah. in a full camp, yeah. going into the season, having real expectations, mm-hmm. and starting to capitalize on that. When we think about point totals for Luke Hughes, and I've already, I've already gone out the limb once, and I'm going to reference our, our Twitter that I, I had asked the people on it and got very positive responses <laughs> on. Um, I believe that this is a guy that is, you know, if I want to be conservative, 50 to 60 point scorer, and that's the way I framed the question for sure. Devils fans. But I actually believe that he can be beyond that. I think that there could be a real conversation that he is the leading point scorer defensively for the Devils in the upcoming wow. season, as we'll talk about Dougie Hamilton as well. That's a bold statement. Thank you. 
That Thank is a you. really so you think. All right, you, guys. See you later. Oh, no, sorry. We'll do, do a whole you, show. So, do you think? Here's a good question to just to, to start this conversation. Sure. Do you think Luke Hughes' ice time is going to be similar to Dougie Hamilton's? Well, that's an interesting question. Let's go ahead and uh, reference the old uh, stat sheet here, so we can say what Dougie Hamilton was doing last year. So, Douglas, he played in all <laughs> 82 games, and he gave you how many? What do you have? Which is actually awesome just to, to total hear ice that. time per game was 2146. Yeah. So just to hear that he played in all t- 82 games, it still makes me so happy compared to the year before when he was injured. And remember, and, and, and as we're talking about comparisons, Dougie Hamilton gave you 22 goals, 52 assists, right. a 74 point season for him. Obviously, that was massive. Uh, eight power play goals, by the way. Um, and 20 power play assists. God, he was good on the power. See, play. you know what I think? I think that Luke Hughes is going to be very close to those numbers. I, I think that Luke Hughes is going to have seven, eight, nine power play goals. Mm. And I think he could be a 20-goal scorer. I, I think that we both agree that he can be a 20-goal scorer on his team. here's where things have changed. See, this is what happens when you don't get to record these conversations <laughs> quickly enough. Danny slowly starts trying to come over to my side of the fence. And well, this no, has, not, this not has a lot to do. This has a lot to do with the responses that we got over on That's Twitter not when true. I asked the question. That's not true. Because 100%. I even said to you, I think like 15 goals you'll be happy with. But I think he can be a 20-plus goal scorer. I think to me it's more about him setting up plays a lot because remember we got an insane top six offensively now. So I can see Luke Hughes really developing a play and obviously dishing it off to our top six. So I can see his assists up there too. Listen, here's the deal. If he's a six, hold on, hold on. If he has a 60 point season, aren't you going to be happy? Are you going to be upset? No, of course I'm going to be happy if he's a 60 point season, but you think it's me. I asked the question over on Twitter less than a week ago is Adam Arbuck. That's me. Out of his mind to think that Luke Hughes could be a 50 to 60 point player this year for the New Jersey Devils. Now, you guys won't know this, but when we talked about it, Danny was trying to back me off of this. He's saying, I'm out over my skis with this young man. 15 goals. How many assists did you have him earmarked for? 25, 25 30, yeah. something. Right. Okay. So Danny had, 30, I had 30. 35 to 45 15, 30, point yeah. range, right? Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not 40, 100, right? 40, 45, 40. 50. Yeah. Now he's, now he's moving, he's moving the goalpost again. 85.7% of you fine folks out there agreed with me that it is 100% achievable. By the way, that's only 14.3% that think I'm on drugs. Now, that's an official poll that we did. So it turns out I'm a very healthy man, and I have a very sound logic when it comes to yeah, Luke Hughes. 100%. To me, this is about, again, I'm setting a very high expectation bar. Everyone should know that, yes, I will be buying a Luke Hughes jersey. That's obviously where I have to go here now because I'm popular. Yeah, you have to, 100%. Man. You have to. And and I think this is the other thing, too. We're talking about Kevin Ball. Uh, Kevin Ball. Boy, I, I had him on my mind with that contract. We're talking about Dougie Hamilton. And when we think about his stats, like it's just worth reminding that Dougie Hamilton with the 74-point season that he had here, Like, let's not forget. He played 62 games last year, 30 points. The year pro- years prior with Carolina, he had 42, 40, 39, 44 with Calgary, 50 with Calgary. Yeah. Like it was massive and it was impressive. And I love every single aspect of it. But what I would assert is when it comes to things like this, remember a six foot six, 230 pound Dougie Hamilton mm-hmm. with some of the departures. And we talked about this with Kevin Ball, too. He's going to have to strike the balance of offense and defensive minded. And the offense have gotten significantly stronger. So I actually think that, like, okay. this isn't a negative for, for Dougie Hamilton no, in any no. regard. I actually think it's because you can set the expectation that he's going to play the right balance, smart game. He had a phenomenal year, not knocking him at all. And we had those couple of moments where we were like, and there goes Dougie. Like he wants, <laughs> he wants that offensive, you know, he wants that offensive moment, which is great. But when you have a Luke Hughes now, 
Sure. You get to play a little smarter. I think that it's very easy for us to say, and I think all Devils fans can see this. It's easy for me to say. Dougie Hamilton and Luke Hughes are going to make some defensive mistakes, but they also are going to give you the high-powered offense from defensemen. Yeah, yeah You know, and now that there's no That's Severson. That's about the parents. Yeah, now there's no Severson on this team as well, it begs the question, who's going to pick up what Severson did offensively? Sure. You know, And Severson, I think that he could have did a little better offensively last year. Mm-hmm. That being said, who's going to pick up those points yeah is it going to be luke hughes that's going to pick up those points is it going to be kevin ball who's going to get more assists you know so there's a lot of questions when it comes to the defensive point production sure i'm going to go and i'm going to predict this right now luke hughes 18 goals 38 assists god i'm so disgusted with the fact think think about the math no no i know what that's 56 points i know what the math is it's just i'm disgusted with the fact i'm so sickened i am so (laughs) sickened with the fact that dan had the extra week to like (laughs) round his numbers up by 10 points i thought about it. this guy has gone from being like he's like 40 to 45 dish maybe you know oh very conservative now he's talking about mid 50s it's 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 just absolutely insane i can't believe it i can't i'm hopeful i'm hopeful right i want him to have 60 plus but i feel like that's setting a very big expectation for him don't you think that as you know rookie coming in here of course it is and by the way like and if you go and look at like and it's nothing about nh uh, college to nhl like you don't track those stats and look at it but if you go and look at luke hughes stats it's like there, there's a big leap there to be taken in what essentially is going to be his first year in the NHL, right? Got the little taste at the end of last season. So for me to say that I think this is off the top of the head here, I think it's something like eight goals he had in his last collegiate season, around 20 assists or so. Right, right, right. The game's different and all that stuff. But to say you're going to come in, and and for me, if I'm talking about being a 60-point production player, I'm talking about, yeah, you have to hit the 20-goal mark. You have to be hitting probably the 40-assist mark as well. Now, it'll be yeah. interesting to see how those things set up and break down, but... I think the biggest wrinkle inside of this is going to be on the power play, how productive it is, how other players set him up. We've talked before about Timo Meyer and where his yeah. game can evolve here. So I think there's going to be some interesting evolution of to course, how we yeah. look at any of these players. I also look at it like this, right? If, if Luke Hughes has 10 goals and 48 assists, that's extremely successful as well. You know, he might be Not more enough. on the... Goal wise, right? But if he's on by minimum, if he's on the stat sheet and he's close to sixty points, no matter what, that's an incredibly successful year. It also depends, okay, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. And, and I want to, and I want to sit here and say, I think Luke Hughes is going to be on the third pairing. I, I just think he's going to be on the third pairing. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get the minutes that. Dougie Hamilton's going to get. So However, if about, we have a lot of power plays, you're going to see his minutes increase, obviously, because so he's going to be on the power play. We're going to go. Let's coming up here in a second. We'll go ahead and round out on where we think the minutes will be for Luke Hughes and expectations from a power play standpoint, and then flip ourselves over to the offensive side of the puck and talk about some other point scores that we want to see. Jump right back into the conversation after I let you know today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. New customers can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code THPN, just like our network. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, just like the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts in Kansas City, in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. 
All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Race in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. You can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus best expire seven days after issuance and one boost per eligible game. Opt-in required max bet $50, 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms of sportsbook, DraftKings.com slash baseball terms okay so as we just wrap up on luke hughes before we flip over offense we may bounce around here a little bit too um 21 just over 21 minutes average per game for dougie hamilton Mm -hmm. what is your baseline non-power play what is your baseline minutes that you think you're going to have for luke hughes coming into the season 17 17 minutes ish you know, and listen, that might increase with his play. You know, that might decrease depending on the teams that we're playing. Matchups are a huge thing, too, obviously. You know, depending on the style of play, if you're playing the Boston Bruins, might be a little different if you're playing the Edmonton Oilers. So, you know, it's going to be a lot more open hockey with the Edmonton sure. Oilers. So, it's, I think it's all game to game. You know, I really do. And I think it depends how the season unfolds. I think it depends on the chemistry of the pairings defensively. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we'll, we'll talk about this in coming episodes, I'm sure, with like who's going to play with who, pairing wise, yeah. and everything like that. Yeah, so, real in the weeds on that. Yeah, it, it depends also too with Luke Hughes who he's playing with his pairings. You know, if it's a more defensive defenseman, you know, if he's playing a little bit with Hamilton, you know, it's like we said before, you know, power plays, you know, what he's going to get. But if you're talking five on five hockey, I think you have him on the third pairing, 17 minutes. And we're going to go ahead uh, down the road here and give some predictions for the season. Hard, fast ones that will be set in stone and we'll track them throughout the year. And by the way, we also have a really fun thing that we're going to do coming up in one of our next episodes, which is we're going to look at this roster and Danny and I are going to do an in-team draft, pick for pick, back and forth. And what we'll end up creating is a couple of offensive lines, a couple of defensive sets. We'll pick between the goalies, obviously. And then we're going to track that throughout the year as well and see who put together yeah. the truly Listen, best collection of talent. This was all your idea. I yeah. love the idea. I think it's absolutely phenomenal because it's going to be fun because you can actually go back to it like mid-season, three quarters yeah, yeah, of the way yeah. through the season and and see what certain players have done. But Who's going to get the first pick? And clearly, it's going to be Jack Hughes. So we're going to have to go through that some type of process. Rochambeau, maybe. maybe so we're going to do two with. offensive line, two defensive pairings because we have some extra defensemen, obviously. That's right. And one goalie. That's right. All right, I like that. That's going to be a lot of okay. fun. So be be sure you're tapped in for that uh, on YouTube, on the podcast feed, and, and anywhere else that you're just absorbing our content, like social media. <laughs> um, now, offensively. There's a man who played in 82 games. He had 27 goals, 29 assists. He was a 56-point scorer for your New Jersey Devils, and he averaged 16 minutes and 33 seconds of total ice time per game. Who is that player? Say that again. Give me the stats again. He played in 82 games. He had 27 goals, 29 assists, a 56-point scorer, 16 minutes and 33 seconds of ice time. 27 goals, you said? 27 goals. Is that Dawson Mercer? That is Dawson Mercer, the six foot, one hundred and eighty pound, twenty one year old center. Stop talking about weight, bro. You're fat. Anyway, what are you? What are expectations? Because we, it's funny. We, I'm sorry. I mean, you got you got you got to call it like you see it. And when I when I call it like I see it, I'm not looking at the mirror myself. Um, 
what are the expectations for him? Because we've referenced him throughout this offseason. And we, we kept saying, we got to get to Dawson Mercer. At some yeah. point. We got to talk about Dawson Mercer. It's, it's fascinating to me because really, for me, what Dawson Mercer represents is like the high, one of the highest levels of balance from a player this past season. And as a 56-point scorer, that ended up making him the fifth highest point total on the team. Mm-hmm. What are your expectations for him coming this upcoming season? Because there's nothing about that season that shouldn't satisfy you in every way. Oh, yeah, 100%. And yet, for some reason, I'm like, more. He's going to get more. I know, but he's he's only 21 years old. That's the other thing, too. He's 21 years old. You talk and think, at least I do. I talk and refer to him (laughs) like I'm like this veteran. Like, I talk about him. 21 years old. I, it, so it's it's just fascinating to me to almost like remind yourself that because at least for me personally, I have separated him out as being like, yeah, Jack Hughes continues to evolve. Young players, Luke coming in, all yeah. these guys. Ball, getting the contract, whatever. With him, I'm like, come on, guy. He's um <laughs> here. two things here. He's playing for an extension coming up. He wants to get a big contract with Woo-hoo. years and to Foley's going to want to as well. Obviously, with the younger core, you look at Dawson Mercer as a priority. Um, I'm going 32 goals, 38 assists this year. I think he's going to have a 30-plus goal scoring season. I think he's going to be a huge factor in the success of the top two lines for the Devils. And I think that he is one of the more underrated young players in this league. And and it's just it's fascinating to think about players like this. Again, we're going to say this probably every episode throughout the offseason of, remember, this is a team that is incredibly young, and that's amazing. And they overachieved last year to a certain extent. Now, Fitzgerald has made all the right moves to kind of take away the reservation about them being able to duplicate that success. But it's just like I have to keep like, you know, pinching myself, pulling myself back down to ground and not getting over my skis. But I think you're right. To me, Dawson Mercer fits the mold of a guy that is always going to be regarded inside of NHL circles Mm -hmm. as one of the better players in the league but may not get like the fanfare recognition because his game is like non-flashy. Yeah. It's just like consistent, productive play. So we'll keep an eye on him. We'll talk about more of these kind of narratives throughout the offseason. Over under 66 and a half points for Mercer this year. I got to take the over on that because I like what you. you're talking about being like a 30 plus in both categories. Yeah, it's just like you. this next step forward for him in yes. every category, right? So I like that a lot for him. Let's just think about from a uh, wing standpoint here. Mm. When we talk about guys that we expect to take a big step forward, production areas that we want to see improve, where do you go first here when we look at the Devils and who they've retained and added? So everybody's going to think Jesper Bratt right away for point totals who's going to lead. I'm going to think Jesper Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Timo. I I think Timo going into a full season, a full offseason, full training camp, full preseason with this team, I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. And I can really see him leading points, you know, for a wing. And and the reason why is I think he's going to get a lot of dirty goals. I think mm-hmm. he's going to be in front of the net. I think he's going to be a pest to a lot of teams. And I think that he's going to go on streaks where he's going to be getting, you know, maybe six, seven games where he's going to goal a game. I could see that happening. Let me ask you here. So it's interesting. We talk about a guy like Timo, um, 17, just under 18 minutes of ice time last year for the Devils after coming over in the 21 games. Does that seem low to you for him? Should that be increased as he gets more comfortable? Uh, uh, no, I mean, for listen, for an offensive player, I think you're going to want to roll all four lines. You know, right. obviously the Jack Hughes, the Nico Heishers are going to get the most ice time just because they're going to be playing on special teams a lot too. And Timo's going to be as well. Um, I only frame it through, so 21-22 with San Jose, 19 minutes of ice time. And to start the season with San Jose before coming over the trade, almost 20 minutes of ice time. Yeah, no, listen. That's a different role. Right. I think it's going to increase. I I really do think it's going to increase a little bit. Um, 
I think also there was some growing pains, him coming to a team that he wasn't familiar with. Right. You know, you're playing with new players. Chemistry is always going to be a factor. Saw some of that. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, I, we don't know what Timo can do with a full offseason, and I think that we're going to see, and I'm very confident that you're going to see his game propel onto the type of player he's going to be. And and again, I think he can be a 30-plus goal scorer. I really do for this team. So in totality, across both teams last season, he was a 40-goal scorer and a 26-assist total. Now, with the Devils in 21 games, 9 goals, 5 assists, 14 points, you want to roughly extrapolate it out. You're talking about a 36-goal scorer potentially, yeah. which I'm actually like, I'm pretty surprised by that because to, to your point about the growing pains that we saw just early getting in there, yeah. he was still offensively pretty darn productive there. So when, when we think about him coming to this season, what's your biggest area that is going to maximize those key stat lines? Because I think, I'm, I'm not trying to eat your eat your points here, but we've talked about this in front of the net, right? Yeah, I think you're going to see a big increase there for him with his size and his physicality. I also think he was just unlucky a little bit in the Rangers playoff series. He was, sure. he was such a factor, though. He was in the head of Shesterkin and the defenseman for the Rangers. And listen, he's going to get those points. We know he's going to get those points. He's extremely capable of it. But again, it's all about grinding it out, being in front of the net, being that nuisance to the opposition. And he's the type of player, he has a quick wrist shot. And I think you're going to see a lot of like crazy goals scored by him where he's just doing like turnaround shots, wrist shots, you know, and getting him past the tenders. So it's going to be interesting to see, but I'm confident he's going to be a 30 plus goal scorer. Well, uh- All right, right back to the conversation after we let you know that even if you're not going on vacation, summer's still all about being in a vacation state of mind. Whether I want to be rocking out to my favorite old school band Weezer or just need a little bit of time to retreat inside my own head, I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. There's obviously a lot going on in the summer. Sometimes you need to get pumped up when you're going to go get together with a bunch of friends or maybe you want to go ahead and keep calm with some guided meditation. All I can tell you is that Raycons are the best way to listen. You can use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation, and awareness mode as well. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit, and they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. Listeners of the Devil's Puck Luck podcast can get 15% off of their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN, just like our network. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% off on Raycons, buyraycons.com slash THPN. His shot per, uh, shooting percentage, 12.5%. Mm-hmm. And coming over to the Devils, 12.2 with San Jose last year. Those okay. are career high numbers for him and both, you know, going over in both of them. So even though we think about him as having some growing pains, was still productive with the opportunities. It almost does feel like that. I'm slowly acclimating myself here. And maybe the volume, as the volume goes up, you'll also see the production as well. One the, thing I want to mention, not to cut you off here, is going to Jesper Bratt. I want him to shoot the puck more. We talked about this in the playoffs in the end of the year, and you saw it. We, we talked about it in the playoffs. He wasn't yes. shooting, yeah. you know, and he seemed tentative. And, and that's why I think Jesper Bratt was struggling in the playoffs. And it's going to be, I think Timo Meyer is going to have a similar stat line when it comes to the, the goal percentage by shots. Mm-hmm. Jesper Bratt needs to shoot more because he is a true goal scorer, more so than Timo Meyer. And Jesper Bratt really needs to make sure that 
he's consistently shooting. I want him to be one of the leaders on this team in shots on goal. Now, last two seasons for Jesper Bratt, 73 points on the nose both years. Now, he was a little bit more productive from a goal-scoring standpoint this past year with 32 as opposed to 26 the year prior. 47 assists to 41 Mm -hmm. from 22 to 23. When you think about him, and by the way, how about this for shooting percentage and why you want more volume? What do you think his shooting percentage was this past year? 9%. 15. Wow. So uh, now, so to your point, right? Like, shoot it. Yeah, Like, shoot shoot that puck, right? And I think when you're talking about production, so this is where it becomes interesting because you said going on a limb a little bit with Timo Meyer, maybe. 15%. 15%. Like that is yeah, high, even high. depending on what the volume is going to be. We know you've added in some other weapons offensively here. So things are going to shift a little. Um, but I do find it interesting with a guy like Jeff about, especially when you think about the defensive, the offensive minded defensive players and how that can help and impact him mm-hmm. in terms of him being in those spots to shoot more. Timo Meyer, whoever's going to be in front of the net for some of those shots, right? Like, so you want to see some of those opportunities to get crowded. Do you think that, I mean, where do you see his production being this upcoming season? Because I don't want, I'm not, this isn't negative on, you know, he's 25, going to be 26 years old. I just think I probably read the same range, right? Like he was, a 70 he was, point guy is nice. He was a little streaky last year. You know, I think that he consistency can, is what you probably, is probably the adjustment you would make with him, right? He can, game over game consistency. He can be an 80 point scorer. You know, I really do think that I think he'd be 80 plus points. Jesper Bratt is so talented, you know, and the fact that you're sitting here telling me it's 15% with his, you know, percentage, you know, shoot the puck and especially toward the end of the year. And, and we saw some of his, you know, tough play toward the end of the year and in the sure. playoffs, obviously, but Jesper, you are super talented. Maybe he'll watch us. You never know. Yep. You're super talented. Shoot the puck, man. You know, I want to show, I want to see, I want to <laughs> see 35 goals. I want to see 45 assists. I want that to be the number and the expectation. He can be, can be an 80 plus uh, point getter. And listen, I'm going to go out on a limb here, too, and say the Devils are going to be, and Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be the two highest goal-scoring organizations this year. I think the Devils are going to score a lot of goals. What do you, um, by the way, and I agree with you, I think that a little bit of the shift here is going to be and clearly Edmonton. more more offensive-minded, yes. and they're going to be willing to sacrifice or just live with some of the results in terms of the spacing, some of the breakout opportunities for the opposition. You're going to have to make some trade-off when you continue to become a more high-powered offense. Last thing on uh, Jesper Bratt and Timo Meyer, for that matter, when we think inside of the pairings and how these lines are going to break down, let's say that Toffoli is there on the second line with a Jesper Bratt and, and Jack Hughes potentially, or is Jack Hughes moving officially up into the first line? And what are those pairings going to look like? Fine. But what do you think the uh, you can go to Jack, you can go to Jack here too if you want? It's, I know it's, it's just the, the the comedy the comedy <laughs> that we talk about Jack Hughes as being a second line player uh, for the New Jersey Devils. What do you think the impact of Toffoli is going to be inside of these new combinations now, yeah. specifically maybe with Jesper Bratt? Listen, Toffoli had an amazing year last year. You know, I think it was his career numbers he had last year. You're going to see a, a slight decrease in goals, I think, because he's going to be spreading the puck around a little bit more. And not in any means saying that is a bad season, you know, but I can see him having under 30 goals, you know, 25, 26, 27 goals, still a very successful year, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you look at players like Nico Heischer with 30 plus goals, you know, and is he going to have that same mark, you know, on these top two lines and score that many goals? I think the way that we're talking, spreading the puck around with, you know, we're, we're talking five players having 30 plus goals. Yeah. It's that's a lot. You know what I mean? It's can we have six? Can we have all? Can we have our top six six players with thirty plus goals this year? That's interesting. It's it's a very um, you know it's it's a it's a good question. It's a pretty 
Golly, that's interesting. It's a deep question, you know, but it, it's it's possible. Okay, let's just remind everybody too here for this past season, uh, four to fully, 34 and 39, 34 mm-hmm. goals, 39 assists. To your point, um, when I think about him, I can think about him having 45 assists this upcoming yeah, season agreed. and maybe 28 goals, something exactly. in that range, which is good because you actually, I think when you bring in a veteran like this, that's what you're asking him for. Yeah. And, and by the way, it's always fascinating to me because I think unlike, so you when you bring in a veteran like this, sometimes I think about it as, well, you can be the beneficiary right. offensively because everybody else is going to be focused on, right? They're going to be looking at every other player except for you. But in the Devils instance, because of how deep they are offensively, I don't think teams are going to be afforded the opportunity to do that. Just to make the point of, I think Toffoli is going to have plenty of space oh, 100%. to go ahead and pick out passes and set everybody up the right way. And that's where I think a veteran is more valuable than even maybe a high, more high-powered scoring offensive right. player. You want the guy that makes the right play play and understands what his role is supposed to be 100 and what's exciting to me too is timo meyer and tyler Toffoli are both grinded out type of players that can play really well on the boards which i think is important for these top two lines nico he sure as well you know so like you're saying 28 goals for Toffoli. listen even if nico has 27 28 goals that's still incredible because i think their assists are going to go up a little bit so you know it, it's hard to predict that but like i said if we're going i think we're both in agreement here that the devils are going to be top five at least with goal scoring this year across the league. They should be with what we have on paper. And we haven't even touched on the third line with Palat and Hala, you know? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into this. And, you know, going back to your question Hala! about lines one and two, right? It's lines one and two are like 1A and 1B. Yeah. You know, they're, they're two top lines, you know? So, and I think they're going to roll the same amount of ice time as well. Only th- Three players for the Devils last year, Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratton, and Nico Heischer, had more than 30 goals, 43, 32, and 31, respectively. We talked about Dawson Mercer at 27. He can maybe push that up there a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think we'd be hard-pressed, at least I feel, to say that Dougie Hamilton is going to become a 30-goal scorer this upcoming year. Maybe. Yeah, listen. But that's when you look at a guy like potentially Toffoli and just what could open up here. So we'll continue. Those are interesting. And we'll look back at some historical numbers and try to give you what, what is the comp, right? A team that has four five, six, 30 plus goal scorers. What would that mean by NHL standards over the last decade or so? Right. Crazy. Yeah. So so (laughs) we'll we'll look at some of those things and maybe some history that could be made here. Um, You mentioned about scoring a lot. Thanks a lot. Let's just touch on him (laughs) before we get out here and where the expectations are. We know that last season was a mixed bag at times. Well, listen, you know, a lot of people uh, complain about the Palat signing that it was, you know, a, a hefty contract. Same with the Hamilton signing. Fitz did the right things because we were in rebuilding mode and we needed some names. We needed some players that were going to make a difference and really start helping these young kids develop. We're now in a year where he's going to come into the season healthy, and I have a very high expectation for Palat. Setting the bar real quick. Go ahead. uh, Was a double-digit goal scorer the last three seasons in Tampa before coming over 17, 15, and 18. Gave you 41, 46, and 49-point seasons. Then last year for the Devils, only 49 games, 8 and 15 with 23 points. Yeah, he's got to have at least 15 goals this year. So you you think he's get right back to where he was those last few years? I think he's going to be a 50-point production you know i could see him with you know 15 goals you know even like 30 assists i'd be happy with 45 points you know which is what his benchmark is but i think having him healthy <laughs> is a 50 point score on your yeah, yeah i think having him healthy is really important and, and you look at Halla too right yeah. Halla was snake bitten early in the year with scoring goals he could not buy a goal you know if as devils fans going back and looking at the first half of that year i can't remember the amount of times that he hit the post or the crossbar it was mm-hmm. crazy you know, or just, you know, bad luck and the puck bouncing and going over his stick. So 
you know, I see Hall's numbers offensively too increasing a little bit as well. So listen, across the board, these four lines are going to be absolutely incredible in my opinion. I think yeah. it's just a matter of the chemistry and really finding the right line combinations. We talk about it all the time. Ruff is going to do some mixing and matching. Fun. He's going to have you know, fun. It's, but I think no matter where these guys are playing, I think that obviously your, your top two lines, I think we know who's going to be on the top two lines. But I think that the third line is going to really be important for this Devils team this year, especially with consistency on winning games. And it's interesting just to reference Palat, Hala, and then maybe Holtz, right? So now you're talking yeah, about it's... something new happening here, which is your point on Palat, about why he needs to get back to that form, be the veteran player. Because again, we've always talked about this. When the young players looking for the next step, we keep talking about the pairings, the balance, the veteran consistency, right? I think that that's going to be just critical. It's for any team, by the way. Sure. But just knowing, hey, if a young player has some ebbs and flows, who's the veteran that gives you consistency? And that's where I think Devils fans are going to want to see that healthy from Palat. Sure. Like you said, give me double-digit goals, yeah, be a consistent it's... performer, and, and let us know that we can rely on you if a young player has some of those streaky runs over seven, right. ten games. And I think that Fitz did the right thing by getting a no-sec and getting Tierney just to having that backup depth, veteran depth. Yeah. You know, it, listen, we're all rooting for Holtz. You know, we want Holtz to be a, a staple in this team moving forward. He's a young kid. He's dealt with a lot of adversity, obviously, coming up in the NHL, going back down to the AHL. You know, some frustrations there. Right now, it looks like we're going to give him a shot. You know, it looks like the Devils organization is going to give him a shot to be that third-line winger, and you know, I hope he does really well. But we have depth where if he's not, we have people that can step in. Of course, my friends. What you need to know is that we talk about all these different combinations and point production and what's happening next. The only way that you can be a part of the conversation is to follow us over on YouTube at Devils Puck Look Podcast, on Twitter at NJDevilsPL, individually at Danny the Face and at Adam Armbrecht, on Instagram, on TikTok at Devil's Buck Luck. Zoo. So you follow us all those places. You get the podcast. You get those needs fulfilled. And as we said at the top, a now just excited, bubbling member of the Hockey Great. Podcast Network. Looking forward to continue to bring you just this exciting content as we just roll through, man. What yeah, is awesome. what, what feels like, by the way, a long off season? Not really, man. We're in August now. So then you get we're, to September. We're a month away from hockey. That's we're a month it, away dude. from hockey. It's coming quick. And then getting a sample size of how these combinations are going to play themselves out. As we always like to say, as we talk all things New Jersey Devils, thanks a lot for stopping by.